0: Welcome to THC podcast, also known as the Heart Chakra podcast, where I discuss matters of the heart and the relationship element of life manifesting that good green heart energy. I'm the host JTR recording live from the Midwest of America, Columbus, Ohio, to be exact. And tonight I have a very special guest Um, before I introduce who she is, let you know a little bit about who she is. Um, you know, she and I go back to childhood and we got family ties like Kendrick and baby King. So, um, it's deeper than the surface with this incredible soul. Um, and, um, I think there was like a, a gap in our relationship for several years, not because of like animosity or anything like that, just because sometimes lives go separate ways. I went to school and worked one place. She went to school work somewhere else, but within the last, I'd say, about four years or so, three years or so, for sure, um, we reconnected, and it's low-key been, like, up ever since, and the bond has just gotten much stronger as adults, uh, more so when we were children. So, we have, um, you know, similar thoughts, and we have a lot of thoughts offline. This is not somebody I just... Met on social media and said, "Hey, you want to come talk to me on my pod on some clout-seeking stuff?" This was just conversations that we normally have that I, we decided and agreed to, like, "Hey, let's just document and record this," because most of all, like, this is more so like audio therapy for us, audio journaling. We just call it podcast because that's what most people call it. So whatever. But without further ado, I introduce to you. Empress Dom, Empress what's good.
1: Gangin is big, gangin.
0: How are you nervous. feeling?
1: Nervous.
0: What are you nervous for? No need to be nervous. I know, I know, I know. I
1: know.
0: Have you um okay, done I a have... podcast before?
1: <clears throat> well, as you know, um, I, you know, I'm I'm doing that mm-hmm. as well um, as we, you know, continue our conversations, um, mm-hmm. but to actually record, no, this is actually my first one. So, I'm really, I mean, I, I have some stuff at the crib, but like, you know, this is actually my first one. So, I'm excited, but a little nervous because I'm like, super introverted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not introverted around me. I know that
1: one. <laughs> I know, you know, I'm an outgoing introvert. My homegirl will say I'm an ambivert, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I recharge alone, and I walk alone, alone, you know. Have you
0: ever taken a personality test before?
1: I have,
0: and that's how you determine you were an introvert. Was it surprising at all?
1: Um, so you know, on my Instagram handle or uh, bio, you'll see INFP personality type, and that's because um, when I have a light bulb by it because it's insight. It was super insightful for me because I was like, yo, like. So when I was younger, it's crazy because um, when I was younger, I really did think I was extroverted. But I feel like I was—I had adopted a different personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was my—it was still part of me, like my personality. But I feel like I was expected to be outgoing when I really, a lot of times, wanted to be like to myself. And um, when I started actually like trying to be myself people started perceiving me negatively. So I used to be scared to actually like be introverted in public because people expected me to be extroverted. And that's actually going to shock a lot of people when they hear that because, um, you know, I felt influenced to be someone I wasn't. And like now that I'm at this big age, I'm like, no, I'm actually really introverted. And a lot of people like when they're around me, They they can kind of pick up on it, you know, if they're like empathic as well. But um, you know, a lot of people kind of are shocked at the fact that I'm actually really shy. And I know when people when you hear introvert, like a lot of people think like, oh, you know, they don't have confidence. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, I'm very confident. It's just that you know, I am. It takes because I'm so sensitive in energies. It takes me a while to open up in new environments or environments where it's a lot of people and when I do feel drained um or sometimes because I'm very moody um big (laughs) Virgo um I recharge by being by myself that's why I call that hermit mode you'll hear me refer to hermit mode a lot so
0: are you well versed in the personality types like you are with astrology and things like that or not so much
1: not so much I never I haven't really like doubled too too much into personality types I feel like um I don't I could possibly resonate with what um a personality test gives people but I think as an empath I do have the ability to assess a personality being around it
0: so respect yeah it's um I have mine pulled up right now and I'm are a, you talking okay, about mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah of course, of course.
2: Period. He this is another
0: reason why, you know, we're connected. Right, right, you know, right. Usually in a line. But um, my personality type is INFJ.
1: Oh, so you're an introvert. Well, I knew that.
0: Hyphen A.
1: Inververt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is a, a, uh, advocate. Oh, psych. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I agree pretty much with, with my personality type as well. And I think it's interesting with us both being introverts, how, you know, we have our um extroverted type ways mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mine is necessarily is called advocate and uh you know you're extroverted yeah. so shout out to you being here um so
1: really fast yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to just speed past that really fast What mm-hmm. the, for for the listeners what does the a stand for
0: the advocate is someone with the introverted intuitive feeling and judging personality traits
1: Mm, That's that Pisces. It's <laughs> like, you know, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna they stop. tend
0: to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination.
2: Mm-hmm. Their inner
0: vision, personal mm-hmm. values, and a quiet, principled version of humanism guide them in all things. Okay. Nice. So it goes much deeper into that yeah. in terms of strengths and weaknesses, romantic relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, parenthood, career paths, workplace habits. And things like that. So, if you've never taken a um, personality test, this is not a paid advertisement, but I, but I should get paid. Um, <laughs> Tell them
1: where
0: to go. You know, uh, go to 16personalities.com. It's a really good way to uh, learn more about yourself. But, um, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, you and I have, you know, real deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have surface level conversations too, but a lot of them are in the relationship element of life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, one of the things I really admire about you is your level of awareness with respect to astrology. Okay. Um, do you use astrology at all when you try to determine whether you want to date someone or not?
1: Um. Okay. I'm gonna give you, I'm 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 gonna be real. I'm gonna be super honest, okay? I'm being really honest today. Um so I w- I would say in the past I I did. In the the, the 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 near distant past I did. I used to be like, especially against my Pisces, my opposite sign. Um <laughs> I uh I used to judge Pisces a lot because, like, I feel like they literally have the opposite of my positive traits. It's so crazy. So, um, but I, but as I began to navigate um, relationships, whether they were, well, I would say my intimate relationships are the relationships where it changed my perspective. And I'm being real as fuck. Uh-oh
0: yeah oh, okay. oh, yeah gosh, like you're it. good you can be yourself um, here.
1: okay um so like my intimate relationships is where i begin to realize like you know what none of that shit matter because you know it plays a factor it does play a factor like your rising sign playing a factor in the way that you um are perceived in your personality especially as you get older you know but um what i what i truly believe is that at the end of the day um like those signs in your chart they do affect who you are but it always comes back to morals and principles if you're a shithead you're a shithead
2: hmm.
1: and now the only sign that i'd be like nah hell nah is gemini's i, I can't i can't it's hard enough hmm. <laughs> So, to answer your question, yes and no, I would say back then, absolutely, yeah. I'll be, I used to be tapping, but that's mm-hmm. when I first really started like getting into astrology, like really, really. But I'm not into astrology for uh signs, so
0: I mean, there are signs in astrology, though. So I know, I mean,
1: a... the sign I'm into astrology in regards to planets.
0: Well, planets are in your signs, too, I though. know,
1: and that's why, like your signs, you know, they 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 do they do, you know, they are affected, but they're affected by the planets. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I'm more so I would be more so into like the planets versus like the signs because the planets affect is the direct effect to the signs. You know what I'm saying? So I don't Well they're
0: all connected. They are
1: know? but I, I just to, to for me to date someone, I'm not as like, that's not why I will be into
0: astrology. I feel that. And I think that's why a lot of people are turned off by it. They think people use it as a guide to... I don't date this type because they yeah. this. And yeah. it's like, well, there's other signs that are like that too. Exactly. You Multiple,
1: know? yeah. So.
0: But, you know, with respect to the relationship element in life, mm-hmm. a lot of this is cosmic. And it all each sign, each planet has a purpose mm-hmm. and a value and a principle. Mm-hmm. And I think as people... Sure evolve and hopefully study that more because astrology is a science. just like biology and Mm -hmm. physiology, sociology, psychology. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's the science of the planets and their effect Mm -hmm. on on humans. And so, Mm -hmm. once you understand that, you know what to use that energy and that principle for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're going into a relationship, it may not be the best use to go off somebody's sun sign. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying because like now, especially at our age, like your sun sign is not really what's going to affect you and your relationships. It's your rising.
0: Correct. <laughs> well, you know? well, technically... So
1: I'm all of them, but I'm saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you display.
0: Well, so yeah. so And that's one of the in things my I opinion, was going to... In my opinion. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not uh, going in on you. I mean, I can not judge you, no, no, as okay. a personality type, but I'm not judging you, though. <laughs> See, that's that Pisces. But uh, what <laughs> I was alluding to was like Venus. That's the planet... That determines how and what you love. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Right?
0: So, again, like judging a book by its cover may not always be the best way to come to a decision. Sometimes it helps, but you're only going to learn so much about that, Mm -hmm. you know? And then Mars and Capricorn, that's the planet of aggression. And how you assert yourself, take action, particularly in your sex life, ambitiousness, and when you're angry. So, you know, these are things that I think it's important. Are
1: you talking about that specific sign in Mars?
0: That just Mars, the planet itself, mm -hmm. Okay, it's the planet of aggression. And it determines how you move in those particular situations and actions. Mm -hmm. Now, based upon your sign in that planet, that might change. But the planet itself, that's what, you know, that means in the term of like relationships. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: All right. I didn't go deep into what the planet was. I no, because you me.
1: said Mars and Capricorn, so I was like,
0: what? Did I say Mars and Capricorn? Mm-hmm. My bad. <laughs> I take that back. So, Empress and I have been, you know, we just put one in the air and uh, having a little shot, so I might be a little <laughs> off on that. But I was just talking about the planet. Yeah, okay. But, um, in addition to that, though, like, so basically, are you saying that, um, you. You don't feel like um, You would see a sign and be like Oh I'm not compatible with that or anything the like that The only
1: sign is Gemini I, I, That's I, just, the only I one. can't <laughs> do it And then I it, for, At first it used to be Pisces I used to be like oh
0: my god That's hilarious
1: Then I came encounter with a cancer And I was like oh my god Worst? And then the Scorpios I'm just like well I don't know They, match, they, match, they, match, the,
0: they match the sex drive
1: Who?
0: Scorpios <laughs> <laughs> we can. Skip I don't know. That I
1: don't know. I don't know. From, from don't my know. experience, ne- I haven't really personally had a whole lot of Scorpios. So, okay.
0: Um,
1: I, I really can't.
0: Um, but you dated a lot I, of water signs. A lot. Like.
1: I only, I always attract water signs. I'd be like, damn. Hmm. But the thing is, is that
0: um. And you're an Earth sign, correct?
1: I'm a Virgo, big Virgo, big V, Virgo. Mm-hmm. Goat. I'm childish yeah I do I I attract a lot of water signs I feel like the only reason okay so let me explain
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not discriminating against no sign I feel like God loves us all hallelujah Um, but each sign carries dominant traits based off when those planets were in their elements when they were born so sometimes I personally feel like I don't resonate with the traits that they carry and so I what I've what I've got to is okay I don't fuck with that (laughs) at all but I will you know like I try to be more open-minded now because like it's so crazy like if you don't rock with something you just don't rock with it right like you can't fake the funk you know what I'm saying like that's how I feel about certain Geminis like I just I can't do it I can't do it I just can't like I don't know what it is they just get I can't do it you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying no disrespect I'm not trying to offend nobody but it's the with with that specific air sign I don't know what it is they just it's like you know what it is and this sounds so crazy they you might want to cut this out but they, <laughs> they're just it's it's the way that they express themselves and mm-hmm. I, it's not something that I can tolerate
0: That's your experience, and nobody's judging you. Yeah,
1: that I just, I, you know, I can't, I can't tolerate it. But you know, I still like them as people, and I still, you know, I'm considerate. But that, that would be one sign that I'm just like, "Mm, hard no.
0: Super cool. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, I've had some. Besides
1: my nephews, they Gemini's, but they (laughs) may Gemini's. I love them. Wow! Shout out to the twins and the little one.
0: <laughs> I think um, for myself, it might be Leo's
1: mm, Okay. fire
0: signs. Like, uh, my experience with them really are, like, I feel like really good platonic and somewhat romantic. But, like, long-term, I think uh, not the most compatible. Uh, and I've only dated one, you mm-hmm. know, before. And mm-hmm. it was a great experience for the most part. But still, mm-hmm. I just... Then I know like a Leo. That's a like that was a uh, like a like a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know for a long time, and mm-hmm. I just saw how he maneuvered in relationships, both romantic and platonic ones. And I was like, man, like like from a distance type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's the just me. Are
1: different, different.
0: They are for real, and I'm dating one. Well, but it's I on am the other zombie. side. <laughs> <laughs> so, you say fire Virgo. I mean, Ur- Virgo is an earth element. So, when you say fire Virgo, like what mm-hmm. Virgo, what do you mean by that?
1: So, um, yes, I am a Virgo Sun, mm-hmm. Aries Moon, Sagittarius Rising.
0: So, you say fire Virgo, like mm-hmm. what yeah. do you mean by that? Like, oh, you're just saying like you a dope Virgo, basically. No,
1: no, I am a fire Virgo, meaning like I'm a Virgo. But my my dominant sign, my dominant element, and my other two big three is fire, hmm. Aries and Sag. So it's like I'm a Virgo, like
0: to the T. But you got more fire energy in your big three.
1: Interesting.
0: Exactly. That's an interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Mine's so, a little more balanced, and my big three is fire, air, and water. No, no, no. I'm no. sorry. It's water, air. And, and Earth, earth. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: which is dope, like that's why I feel like you're you you have a balance, like you have a nice healthy balance, you know what I'm saying you got water and earth, you know what I'm saying and air Woo!
0: and just the the just a little bit of fire, just a little bit where Aries and um Virgo, I mean Aries and Venus,
1: oh my gosh, your Venus is in Aries, Venus
0: is an Aries.
1: And your
0: Mars is in Capricorn, and that's fire too. No,
1: that's Earth no, that's it's
0: Earth. I'm sure I'm thinking about um, <laughs> what's the one that comes for that Capricorn? Sag. Sag. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was thinking about that. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So you are a nice little healthy balance. I'm a little firecracker over here. So. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: good. that's interesting sometimes because I didn't have it on this on this on the docket, but mm-hmm. attachment style. But we did talk about this over brunch.
1: Okay. And yes.
0: have you ever taken an attachments test before?
1: What were the results? I mean, what were the categories? I said so many.
0: It would be secure,
1: I would anxious. Know. No, I haven't. Taken I forget. One. There I might be four,
0: and I forgot the other two. So, um, but yeah, to to that point, though, I think a lot of these ologies or astrology mm-hmm. um, resonates and connects well with the personality types too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like once you kind of like go down this path It leads you to other things And like more of a self-awareness mm-hmm. to you And um, I think with me be having a, a secure personality Not mm-hmm. attachment style mm-hmm. I have over time attracted p- partners That either were like anxious mm-hmm. Or like another type So having that balance Was like their anchor sometimes mm-hmm. You know what I mean And it was That's a right. good Hmm?
1: That's
0: rainy, it can be for sure, and I think that's why a lot of them didn't end up going the distance mm. so um, but it was a good learning experience though that's what life is really all about and your journey through it
2: mm-hmm.
0: so you know one of the things that we've talked about quite a bit, and it's still intriguing to me because I don't necessarily differentiate between the two,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I do like the way you explain it okay are like twin flames and soulmates,
1: oh my gosh.
0: So, can you explain, uh, let's say, for example, someone never heard of this before or has the same level of curiosity that I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what's the difference between them?
1: So, I met my twin flame um, back in 2019, and it was probably one of the best things that ever happened in my life. Um, I think that, okay, so we have a million and one soulmates, you know? Um Soulmates are those people that
0: Is that mathematically accurate or you just throwing a number out there I'm, I'm,
1: I'm just I'm, I'm, It's not I'm throwing a number I'm out fucking with you <laughs> <laughs> but, but no um, I We have soulmates You know We have a, a lot of soulmates I should say Um We Soulmates are um, People who We have soulmates Who are platonic to us And soulmates who are intimate to us um you know like you can have soulmate friends you know soulmate uh you know networking buddies you know things like that whatever um intimate you know soulmates like you can have people in your life that you a soulmate is a it's a feeling it's like have we been here before do i know you did we just become best friends yeah you know what i'm like it's those people it's that feeling where when you're around them or intimate with them it's just like you just know like you know how to work them you know what I'm saying you know how to you know you know it. it's like it's it's a feeling it's a spiritual connection to where you're like oh yeah okay babe we uh let's go you know but does that make sense but if uh twin flame okay now here's where here's where here's the slight this is the difference Um. So I said earlier that, like, in 2019, I met my soulmate or my twin flame. Excuse me. Um, I did, and it was at the time and going through through it. I um, I suffered. (laughs) I suffered, but um, now that I'm out of that i'm good like i understand why i needed to meet this person so a twin flame the best way i can describe it um without using sources is um it's someone who comes into your life and triggers your growth Mm. meaning um they trigger your shadows um so the best way i can describe a shadow is i don't know if you ever seen little nikki was it Little Nicky where he had with uh, Adam Sandler's where he had the good angel and the bad angel on him? I think he did. I think it was Little Nicky. But anyway, if you ever seen the um, just like movies or anything where it has the good angel and the bad angel on their shoulders, that's your conscience, right? And your conscience, that's what that's supposed to represent. And you have right the the devil who was an angel at one point, right? um, he would be considered, you know, your shadow self, your ego, your pride, low self-esteem, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Um, and then your good angel, you know, that's the one that, you know, where you're supposed to think in the, with the heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit of God. You know what I mean? Cause that's, that angel is from God, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, which both of them are, but that the the one that fell below the earth, that one is your conscience. It was pride. He wanted to be like God, you know what I'm saying? So, because he has so much pride and couldn't be humble, you know what I'm saying? He got cast off of out of heaven, and now he out here trying to make his own little rumble, and you know what I'm saying? He's taking prisoners, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like your twin flame comes in to trigger... The fallen angel side of you and like it's it either you're either you gonna sink or swim that's pretty deep
0: so that's what the twin flame <laughs> invokes for you
1: yes the twin flame will ignite your shadow so if you are prideful you operate out of pride ego low self-esteem you are operating as your shadow self. You are not operating the way that God intended you to be or whoever you believe in. And,
0: um, yeah. So have you met both? Your twin flame and a soulmate?
1: Yeah. I mean, I done met hella soulmates. Soulmates can turn karmic too. They can, they can be, they can go, um, they can go, you know, very uh they it can start off very good and then it can go sour, you know. So many can start it can become karmic too. But that always comes back to pride and ego and things like that.
0: So um, which one do you would you say is better to date?
1: Well I have ever dated a twin flame so um my twin flame so I, I personally wouldn't know. Um what I thought it could have been it would have been dope but I don't think I don't know. Um but um, I, I don't know because I, I know where how how I chose the path of uh, fo- operating with God in my heart and not pride. So I don't know if he I don't know if he did that as well. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I'm not focused on that. I don't care personally. No disrespect. It's about how I when I came in with him, how it triggered me down the journey of you know healing myself and. Becoming closer to God and operating with God in my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit.
0: So. Beautiful. So, you mentioned about God, mind, body, and spirit and things mm-hmm. like that. Do you use, like, what do you feel like is the difference between, like, religion and spirituality?
1: Oh, man. Okay. So, personally, I... Um, well, I mean, if we really I mean, people really probably not gonna like this, what I'm about to say. Um, you know I feel like spirituality is something that you um you know, this is a hard conversation for me. Um, because I would I would I would say that religion it's it's a it's just like making a choice to be spiritual, you know, um, in my opinion. And um I, I, I wouldn't I'm you know, I'm not at church every Sunday. Do I like going to church? Absolutely. Actually I love going to church. I do. Um mm-hmm. I like the whole environment to be honest. Um, I grew up in a church in Dayton, Ohio, loved it, you know what I'm saying? DYT, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I um would consider myself spiritual i know that i have a relationship with god um and i and i pray and you know i do read the bible but you know um i feel like religion to a degree if it is um forced upon you or it can be it can be seen as something that is an opinion i feel like like you know each religion has their own bible or book of you know rules <laughs> or whatever you know like you have your different you know you have your quran you have you know you have your different bibles and things like that but it's like it's it's a it's all all of it is all leading back to god or your higher power whatever you believe in you know it's just how you practice it that's the difference I mean, for me
0: mm-hmm do you use it, um, like, which which one are you more of? Do you feel like you're more religious than spiritual or more spiritual, like, than religious? Well,
1: before you ask me that question, what's the difference for you?
0: That's a good question. Um, I think that spirituality, I feel like, is the umbrella, and religion is underneath that. Because there are many different religions Throughout the world, mm-hmm. and there have been many that have um, been created over the period of time. Mm-hmm. Religion goes back all the way to ten thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, which began in ancient Kemet, which is now Egypt, mm-hmm. and then it spread throughout the world right. over a period of time. And a lot of religions, on, a lot of religions, come from all religions. Come from the original one. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they were created to have some sort of representation of their connection to a higher power. Mm-hmm. All of that is spirituality. Mm-hmm. Now, how you go about practicing and manifesting your relationship is going to be different from culture to culture mm-hmm. between Christians, Muslims, um, Jews, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I think pretty much every religion can agree that there is one supreme divine creator. Mm-hmm.
1: You're just and, saying it so beautifully, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so what you call it and how you represent that is based upon either A, what your culture created, or B, what another culture who probably colonized you um, introduced you to. Mm-hmm. So... um Without, you know, like you said Going too much into history and things like that That's the main difference to me With respect to spirituality is more governed on principles um, And um, Philosophy in my opinion mm-hmm. Whereas religion In my opinion Has more to do with the practice Of how you do certain things And it has like more of a cultural mm-hmm. um, Association with it so I feel like I'm personally more spiritual than religious. Mm-hmm. I grew up um being uh indoctrinated into Christianity. I grew I went to church regularly. It may not have been every Sunday, but you know, regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh went to uh, to um what was it called? Like What's children's church called? I'm going blank right now. Um, <laughs> Sunday school. Sunday school, yes. <laughs> Went yes, to Sunday yes. school and like mm-hmm. I was just one of them ones. Like I don't really want to stay here, y'all. I mean, if I have to go, I'd rather just sit with y'all here, with y'all here, right. and go <laughs> no, this. No, that was me. I always wanted to be with the adults.
1: That was you that know. Was
0: me, yeah. So I didn't really connect well with kids in Sunday school like yeah, that. You like... know what I mean? And um, <laughs> I knew my lifestyle outside it was different. I was hooping. I ran track Did different things And so uh, I wasn't like Going to church Throughout the week It was just on Sunday For a couple hours And that's it You know But we still had church In the household You know On the way home We would talk about what you learned from church Different things like that Uh So those are the type of Conversations that we have And in my opinion That's spirituality right there Uh Where you kind of Reflecting on the word And how do you apply it In your lifestyle In different situations So I agree As I grew older and gained a deeper knowledge of self, I started to understand that Christianity wasn't the best fit for me Mm -hmm. as a religion. There's other religions that I feel not only I believe have more of a connection, Mm -hmm. but um, I also see the same thing in them that I see in Christianity as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why join one over the other? When I could just have a direct connection with the source, of infinite intelligence and creation.
2: Period.
0: And I don't have to abide by certain rules that are man-made. Ooh. I'm going by rules that God made. So...
1: Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. You said, like, I thank you. You know what I'm saying? I fumble my words a lot when I'm talking about that because I do not intend to offend people.
0: That's real. Mm-hmm. I think there's a certain balance of respect and delicacy and... Mm-hmm. um And some grace That you have to give When you're having conversations like this They shouldn't be taboo but they are Because a lot of times I think people are afraid to communicate the truth Because a lot of times the truth is Not what we celebrate Mm -hmm. We celebrate These uh, made up stories That people gave us To make everybody kind of feel good and included But the reality Mm -hmm. of it is some of this stuff doesn't necessarily benefit everybody. It benefits one particular group of people group of for people. a certain reason. And that's how they designed it.
1: Right.
0: You know. And so that's why everybody
1: got to walk their own paths. Absolutely. Follow their own life.
0: Absolutely. And, and once you like break away from your dominant religion and you might study some others, you might see some stuff that mm-hmm. not only are they like similar, but some stuff you might actually like more. Right. right you know, right. so. And that's why you have to
1: stay open minded with mm-hmm. both. Religion and spirituality Because you can take away Insights from all of it And make it your
0: own Absolutely Do you um use spirituality At all When it comes to dating As far as like Even like a compatibility type Like You might practice a certain faith mm-hmm. If someone Doesn't practice their faith Mm-hmm. The same way you do, or has no faith at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, is that I'm like
0: say right a turn now, up. You got
1: no faith, like oh, you better
0: hit the road, Jack.
1: You know you to come. That's real. Okay, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no reason to apologize. <laughs> that's that's all bad. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, it's,
1: bad,
0: it, bad, it, it's on you. That's, I asked you the question. You know, I okay, was right like, nah, So, do you use spirituality or religion, you know, to determine if someone's a good fit? And an example would be in like if I do use it as a gauge, right? Like mm-hmm. if they practice a religion or spirituality that's different from yours mm-hmm. or if they don't practice one at all. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. do you use that as a gauge? Like, all right, we're not going to be compatible. I don't mess with people who don't, mm-hmm. who aren't Christian or who are Muslim or.
1: <laughs> so this is actually really funny. So a lot of people don't know that I dated someone who practiced the Muslim religion and I used to pray in the mosque. Um, I've been there about two, three times. Um, and you know, honestly, so okay. So first and foremost, if you don't have to believe in God, there's no talking.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no atheists. I mean, <laughs> It is what it is.
1: I mean. <laughs> you got your
0: boundaries, and I think that's important.
1: Because I, I believe in God, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's like that's really important to me. Like, I grew up believing in God, like, and I do believe in God. Like, I've seen, I I've I've, I've, I've been through some things to where I felt spirit. So it's like, I do, like, believe that there is a higher power out there. Like, I'm not going to disrespect, like, what I know for sure. So, it's like, you know, it's like I do believe in God. What I will not tolerate is somebody dis- discrediting or discouraging me from believing in him because that that's we that's first of all you're going to get cut cut off right there.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: period, cuz that's disres- that's disrespectful to me. You know what I'm saying? Like not even just like to me as a person, like it's just disrespectful.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I'm saying? So, that's first of all Second of all, it's like, you know what I'm saying, when I did date somebody who was practicing the Muslim religion, like, it was different because like, you know what I'm saying, there were certain things I could not cook and things like that. But I really didn't care because I already wasn't eating that stuff anyway, so it really didn't even matter. But um I would say that it is different and um I wouldn't necessarily say like I wouldn't be opposed to somebody having their own traditions and their own religion and things like that. I don't mind diversity. I don't mind like people having their own beliefs and things like that as long as you don't disrespect mine. Because you want me to disrespect yours. Because I feel like any other religion outside of Christianity is very strict. Very, very strict. So it's like... You
0: know, don't don't disrespect me. I won't disrespect you. Period. I wouldn't even say that Christianity is strict when it's practiced the, that way. And so it's like... And this is, I think, what I like. I mean,
1: yeah. But I mean, like, Muslims, like, their religion, that's... I don't know.
0: So I think one thing, and I think a lot of times it's important to study history mm-hmm. just as much, if not more, than we celebrate it.
1: For sure.
0: Because I think a lot of times people celebrate and stuff, and they don't even know why they're doing right, it. Right, They're just no, doing it fact. because your parents or grandparents introduce you to it, and that's what you see when you go to church or when you go outside, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. And so, like, what a lot of people don't really understand about Christianity is that when the colonizers first came to America... They disagreed on how to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. There was ones in the North, the Puritans, who felt like Christmas should be focused more so on Jesus, the birth of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Going to church, all that different type of stuff. That's
1: how we learned it, though, growing up.
0: Whereas <laughs> a lot of Southerners, especially ones that were uh, enslavers, mm-hmm. they believe like it's more you know, to celebrate that type of stuff, you know, and they started adopting German traditions of putting trees in the home and different Mm. things like that. So Mm. from the very beginning, since Christianity was brought over to America, Mm. there was a conflict between colonizers on terms of like how to celebrate it anyway. So eventually, you know, people started kind of like accepting the differences, Mm -hmm. you know, and once that got passed down to black people over years and years <laughs> and centuries and centuries and stuff like that, there's been, you know, hardcore Christians that are like, we not, you know, uh, we going to church. We we might put up a tree in the house. We may not. But if we don't do nothing, we're going to go to church and we going to learn how, about yeah, the birth like, of Jesus. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, I, like, let me cut you
0: off. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you good. You good. So I, I think that's an interesting question is because, like, um. I don't think that sometimes people may think deep enough into when they decide they want to date outside of their right.
2: culture. Religion. Your culture. Your culture,
0: you know, first. I mean, because a lot of times certain cultures have religions that are kinda of like automatically filled with If you're Arab, mm-hmm. most likely you're gonna be a Muslim. Mm-hmm. If you're American, most likely you're gonna be a Christian. Mm-hmm. However, you have your outliers too. Yeah. You know. So um if you decide you wanna date somebody, you know, um, Let's say they're Spanish or whatever. They might be Catholic, mm. so they might have different traditions that you than you might have. So, mm. are you going to be comfortable with that? Right. You know, and if you're open minded, like you say you are, you just might. That might open up a different level of whatever. As long as they respect yours, and you know, that can make. And you know, I think that's especially important when you decide you want to start a family with somebody. Absolutely. You know, because it's like, what are we going to raise this child as? Like Catholic and Christian. Right. You know, is you know a Muslim and a uh, you know, Christian. So I think those are really interesting things to think about. So that's, that's kind of why I asked you like that. It's like, do you use spirituality, religion as a guide to determine if you're compatible with somebody, mm-hmm. you know?
1: um, To your point, I do feel like, um, you know, it, 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 like I said, it goes back to respect. It's like, okay, if you know that I'm not of your culture as a man, right? I am mm-hmm. interested in male, you know, males. Um, As a man, if you want to, say you want to date me or you want to date me to marry me and you practice another religion um, or you are from a different culture, um, I feel like they need to be asking the same question too. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you accept if I don't want to practice your culture? But... I feel like if you're going to date someone of a different culture outside of yours, you need to be respectful because that is a part of that person. And in order for, you know, like you just have to, like, it's a, it's a part of that person. You know what I'm saying? Like now I feel like, and then I also feel like it also comes to how, you know, uh, how how much, how faithful that person is to that culture. Because there's some people that's not as faithful, you know, they grew up because, you know, they had to in that culture and those in that religion or whatever those beliefs, but they might get older and tap into something else and be like, oh, no, I really don't resonate with that. I really don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? What I learned growing up and what it was forced upon me. You know what I'm saying? And then they might not even really, identify they might be of that culture but may not identify with it and may not even care to even practice that culture with their kids so it really or their family whatever it it just goes back to um you know if 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 like me right like you know what i'm saying i grew up in a back to church you know my family is from the south and um that's the way we were taught and raised and so um you know, I know what I was taught and what I was raised, um, as, but I don't, um, force that on my partners. Like, you know, the only thing that is a prerequisite is what you believe in, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tolerating that, you know? Um, but you know, um, I wouldn't feel comfortable Um, implementing my beliefs um, on someone. Because I feel like your core beliefs like that's inside of you. It's not outside of you. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't necessarily um, expect someone to um, you know feel like they need to um, confine to my core beliefs if you know, theirs are different. Like, your core beliefs is what they are. It's to the core. It's of you. You know? It's just that you guys have to align, you know, be respectful or, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we're all different. But what you believe in, I might not believe in, but I respect you. So I'm going to respect that.
0: That's real. I think another thing I think about sometimes, because this actually kind of <laughs> was recently. I think i
1: the brought to life. Though, crazy. I ain't even Really, yeah, you I know. Ain't at first, that.
0: you I, you were saying I was saying third. You wasn't I was really... third. I
1: couldn't do the Jamaican
0: rum at first. I was like, oh my. Emphasis and I are pouring up right now. Yeah, uh, I've been, you know, we've been actually been pouring up though. Um, Episode, you didn't pour but, it way more to me. Yeah, but you know we've been very discreet about it. But yeah. we're just being—is okay. that too much? Nah. Let me know if you no, 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 because
1: I can sit on that because that this is I like this
0: one. Yeah, I think as you get older, like I you get can't comfortable with.
1: That
0: that's smooth, actually. I like that a lot. I
1: can't do it.
0: So we're over here actually mixing some things. Um, we have tequila <laughs> by uh, Terramonica. Uh some Jamaican rum by Appleton Estate.
1: Camera
0: rack, and we also have um some mm-hmm. Josh by uh, like it's a cap So, as you can tell, I mean, these are not paid sponsorships, but hey, I mean, one good. day they will be.
1: We like that Jamaican, <laughs> okay? Take me
0: to Jamaica if you love me. Let's or go. Any- <laughs> I was really thinking about going for my birthday. Take me
1: to Jamaica, man. Damn, have you been before? I have not. Me I was either. supposed to go one year, but... <sighs> I ain't even going to speak on that.
0: <laughs> I ain't even going to speak on that. Next. So, um, healing. I mean, you talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you were talking about... I mean, you didn't necessarily say the word healing, but you did say uh, like how Twin Flames kind of like um, exactly. bring forth your shadow. Mm-hmm. And so I think... When it comes to healing, uh, there's a lot of shadow work that happens. You know, if you mm-hmm. take the time to heal properly, um, what's your healing process like?
1: Okay. Um. Cheers. Wow. Cheers. Um. Okay. I definitely wasn't taking a whole shot.
0: Me either. <laughs> I've
1: never taken a whole shot. Fuck that. Um. So, you said, okay, run it back.
0: Yeah, what's your healing process like? You know, whether it be after a breakup or after a, a relationship that you really...
1: Cared about? Yeah. I'll just, give you two examples.
0: hmm
1: First example. I had a girl. We're going to call her... we will we call her name. We're going to call her Jenny. mm mm-hmm. um, You know, it really, really hurt me that... Um, She turned out to be a fraud. Um, You know, it it, it was all my fault. I take all blame in this connection ending. Okay? Um, Because I saw a lot of red flags that I ignored because I wanted to believe that she loved me and was really truly my friend. You know, um, and that's why I take blame. And I'm being vulnerable right now, whatever, because you're asking the deep question. But it is what it is. They get the people; they have to know. Um, but that's why I take the blame for this relationship, this specific relationship ending, because um, Jimmy displayed hella red flags that I just didn't want to believe. Cause I just really, you know, wanted the relationship. Cause I just really cared so much. But that's the problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when you ignore red flags, you are wounding your spirit. Wow. And um, I, with that specific ending, I um, honestly I didn't even care. I did not care. I care to a degree in regards to just like like the fact that like she's not going to be in my life anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't care about the actual relationship ending. Um, if you would have asked me this question last year, I, I would not have this confident answer. Mm-hmm. Um, how I learned how to heal. So I'm a, I'm going to a pause there with Jenny because mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to a intimate relationship where I was actually. So I what's crazy is I've only been in my longest relationship was three years, three and a half years.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and then I was in a relationship for a year before that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then every and then I, when I was younger, I mean I, like eighth grade, I was in a relationship, or seventh grade, I was in a relationship. Uh, eighth grade, I was in a relation, relationship, but it was like six months, maybe. My eighth grade, I was probably in a, a year, I think. Ninth grade, um, <clears throat> that was a bus. Hmm. I think that probably was like four or five, six months max. But my longest relationship, and that's when I was younger, but like as an adult, my longest relationship was three and a half years. And I talked to that person a whole, for one year before I got in a relationship with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, that relationship, I would say I broke up with that person at 24. And so, 24? A lie. How old was I in 2019? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah. 26. I broke up with him at 26. So, um, I've gotten a relationship with him at 23, 24. So, anyway 23 yes 23 oh my god at 23 yes that's absolutely right okay anyway um so long story short with that specific relationship because that's my longest relationship um that one really taught me how toxic i was Mm. (laughs) at that time in my life I was effing toxic as a younger adult. And I hated that for me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Once I got out of that relationship and I started. That's what ignited me to get on the journey. Um, With that and then meeting my twin flame. Like five months after that. Anyway. Um, But. Yeah like. um, I was super toxic. Super super toxic um and um because I was so low vibrational and I hate saying that word now after that one girl that was saying the low vibrational play because she really like at the the meaning of low vibrational um but yeah literally low vibrational um I was super low vibrational and I say when I say low vibrational that means for me someone who operates with pride and ego that those are low vibes you ever, excuse me, you ever been around someone and they be like, just negative? <laughs> That's low vibes, like, boo, tomato. It's an energy drink. Mm-hmm. I was that person. I was just such a low vibe, like, boo. You know, I always meant well, but I was so, such a low vibe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, um, like, all around, like, <laughs> ew. Anyway, so... I hold myself accountable. Like, a lot of people... A lot of people have tried to, like... Low vibration on me with their insecurities and, and be like... Because, like, I hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. So, I hold everyone else around me accountable. And people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that specific situation... Um, healing myself from that breakup was a lot different because... I really was forced to look myself in the mirror and address the fact that I was low vibrational.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in all areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. I cried so much journaling because I really, what I did was I made a list. And I tell people this. Anybody that's ever talked to me before and they trying to heal themselves, this is step number one. Make a list. Right pro draw a line and write con and you write down all the things you love about yourself and you write down all the things you do not like about yourself but you have to be honest you have to be honest like i'm talking about honest to a core like things that you probably like made yourself forget you know um and i wrote the list out And, um, I forgave myself, (laughs) you know, um, for all the treacherous things I've ever done to people or to myself. And then I started working on, you know, working on those, those cons, those negative traits. I started healing those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to give a fuck about what people thought about me because I was always made fun of for being dark skinned and... You know, I was, like, skinnier back in the day because I ran track and shit like that. And I was all, you know, we used to be in the sun and shit, getting black as heck, you know. It's like, you know, and so people never understood. Like, I ran track, so, like, I was darker younger because I was always in the sun. Like, we was out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? USTA.
2: Sure.
1: USTF track and field.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> um, But, you know, they didn't understand that. But I cared because I went to all white schools you know what I'm saying where black guys praise white girls and if that's your preference do you you know no disrespect you know I don't care but I was getting belittled for being you know the color that I was so I didn't have you know black
0: men and white girls too Mm Mm-hmm.
1: wow yeah and so like you know for me um, it was mainly black guys though and so for me um like i just had low self-esteem so i started accepting things that i wasn't worthy of you know um that was one of my cons actually on my list was my self-esteem like why do you care about what people think who gives a? you know why do you care why do you care why do you care i'm going back to jimmy my falling out with jimmy like, her mom made me realize, why do you care? And she started putting so much shit in perspective and started showing me, like, things that I had over that girl that I was just like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, I literally just embarrassed myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it was just, like, it was really, like, eye-opening. Like, that cycle really... put me on a trajectory to where now i don't give a fuck what you think about me Hmm. i don't care i don't care now to a degree we do care about what people we care people who we care about we care about what they think about us but it has to still be to a degree like if i get in a relationship and my man's like baby i don't want you going out with your homegirls every weekend because You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to build this over here with you, and I feel like it's just distracting. That's a distraction. I care about what he thinks. So I'm going to take that into consideration. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can do. That's all you can expect from me, is Mm -hmm. to take what you're saying into consideration. What you say is not law. So it's like, if you, you know, and that's the thing, it comes back to who you respect and things like that. But, like, overall, if someone's deliberately trying to attack your self-esteem, your self-confidence, and anything self-related, self-love, self-care, self-respect, all that. At that moment, you have to know, like... And this is what I had to tell myself, like, you... It's... its They're projecting. hmm They're projecting. And I had... To, and, and dealing with Jimmy, that was the cycle of her. It was... It, like, I have been dealing with that all my life with girls. Literally. And then that specific, you know, person was the cycle for me to learn that. Like, why do you care? Why do you, who cares? Mm
2: -hmm. Who
1: cares? I had to learn, like, people's opinions literally don't matter unless you allow them to. Mm -hmm. It's like, for me, what I do now is, like, when people give me their opinion, I take what resonates and I leave what don't. Okay, that's your opinion, you know. I'm going to hear you out, you know. um, But if you start trying to wound me, that's when all bets are off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not, I'm not gonna disrespect myself by putting myself in a situation to let somebody disrespect me. So, if you want to be disrespectful, conveying your thoughts, I'm gonna put my coat on or whatever fuck I need to put on, and I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't get to speak to me any kind of way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Moving forward, after I learned all of that, I, um, excuse me, I, um, you know, my healing process is, is, a uh, to break away, detach right away when I'm not being respected, when I'm not being cared for, when I'm not being loved, when I'm not, you know, being treated with fairness or kindness, Not when the communication is not fair or respectful. Anything respect if it's not respectful and loving, I'm detaching
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right away. Period. That's That's true. I'm I'm just I'm detaching. I'm moving on because I don't necessarily feel like you know, like yeah, people might wound you and you might feel it afterwards. You might care about what they say to yourself, but take your time process your emotions because I'm not just sitting here acting like I'm a cast iron skillet anybody know me I'm a cry baby <laughs> but I don't now I don't allow those opinions to cons- or that disrespect to consume me because I realize that if you react off of someone's opinions and their hatred for themselves you will look like a damn fool
0: period That's healing Does it um, Take a long time Does it vary Like what's the longest you feel like you've Had to heal before you feel like you was Fully over a situation Or do you feel like it's something that's Continuous and never really ends Mm -hmm.
1: So um, I like to think That I started my journey When I was aware Of my journey Um, I would say I started my journey In 2019 the first thing I did was... Remember? I became celibate. Is it abstinence or
0: celibacy? I like to use the word abstinence. abstinence. I feel like celibacy is more defined with respect to no sex until marriage. And I feel like it has more of a religious con- connotation to it. Whereas abstaining from something is just... Restricting. Yeah. yeah okay. For so a abstinence. certain period of time. and okay. it, it may not be forever.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I... Remember when I was abstinent? Yeah. I was going strong. 11 and a half months, y'all. Mm,
0: mm, mm. <laughs> That's a long time. Now, shout out to you, yo. No,
1: for real. Like, and I'm proud of myself. And this is why I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you why I am able to do what I'm doing today. Um, when I was abstinent, so one of my weaknesses, one of my flaws was men. It was so gross. Um, And it was because I was rejected a lot. Well, I'm getting vulnerable? (laughs) Whatever. I don't really care because it's a part of me. Who cares? You know? And so, um, when I came abstinence, I really saw how thirsty men were. It don't matter what they look like, what they smell like, what kind of shoes they got on. Nothing. They all are the same. It don't matter how much money they got. They're literally all, they all want to fuck. That's Mm. it. (laughs) No, seriously. That's, that's it. Like, it don't matter if they got on the dirtiest ones or the the dirtiest forces. It don't matter. They ain't got no haircut, nothing. It don't matter. Or or if they driving a Porsche, they driving the newest, whatever, whatever, whatever. They all want to fuck. And that's it? Most of the time. That's what I saw when I was asking. It's like, like hmm. guys really try you just to see if you're gonna fuck. And it's crazy because, like, mm. bitches be fucking. Not bitches. Ooh, take that out. Females be effing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wanna call girls the B words.
0: Women call themselves B words all the time. I
1: know, but I don't like that part.
0: But get mad when men call them that
1: because <laughs> like we can say that but you can't say that <laughs> but,
0: the same way the n-word is yeah, exactly but that's a different yeah
1: yeah really different. <laughs> um but um but nah like that when i became abstinence i feel like that's when i really like was forced to get on the journey um that's when i was forced to really see um myself for who i really am like who i really am like are you just gonna give in the temptation because you feel like you need to or you you just you know what i'm saying you want to do you 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 are in the mood to give into temptation so you just gonna give this person your body because you that's something that you want to do right now no i'm not doing that and me doing that really 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 cleared my mind like that's I felt so pure in 2020
2: Hmm.
1: up until you know a certain point when I gave my body to a man and that's when shit went downhill and then I had to get back uphill and it was just like wow damn that's why it's really important that's why now I'm like oh hell nah I'm very I, selective
0: now. That was just about to be my next question. Like a sister figure of mine have uh you know talked about that a lot because I mean she knows that I'm Polly and I like ethical, non-monogamous relationships and stuff like that. <laughs> so she was like, I bro, was still like
1: bring
0: She's like, bro, you Not gotta nice. uh no nah, you good, you good. You know we passed that. Yeah. And she was like, bro, like you said um, this
1: What are ways you've helped currently help people or would like to help people in their healing process?
0: Are you asking that question to me? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that I'm helping someone that I'm dating with their healing process. I don't even know if they know that they still got more healing to do.
1: Someone currently? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Someone I'm dating. So I think personally that I am um, more spiritually mature than this person. Not to say mm-hmm. they don't have any spirituality at all, mm-hmm. but they've been so, in my opinion, disconnected from a serious relationship with their spirituality that um, it takes someone like myself to help them get closer to it. Mm-hmm. To, your, to, like, to your point, right? Like, um, Real quick, because mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to forget this question. Next yeah. time I'm going to have a notepad. Um, do you feel it's your responsibility
0: to help them heal? To a degree, yeah. When you're in a relationship with someone and you say words like, I love you, or you say things like, I can see myself like marrying you one day or starting a family with you. Yeah, that, that is part of what you sign up for. Mm-hmm. If you don't want that responsibility, then y'all could just be single on say, hey, I like hanging out with you from time to time. But
1: you think it's your responsibility to help someone
0: heal? It's part of it, yeah. Through sickness and health. That's really? that's those are those are like the traditional vows mm-hmm. that people take when they go into marriage. Obviously you can make up your own. Mm-hmm. But like sickness um or health, you know, like the way you sometimes get from sickness to health is through healing. Mm-hmm. So um obviously I think people have different skill sets. So if I'm like, hey, I can only help you but so much, but you need a therapist. Or <laughs> mm-hmm. if you, and if you don't do that, then there's no way we're going to work. Really, Other people saying. might be more involved, and they're gonna be like, "I mean, there's some stuff that I can do here because I know where I am with my spirituality. Mm-hmm. I know where I might be like financially.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
0: saying? Because I think all relationships, there's a little imbalance in all the relationships. You try to try strive for that perfect balance, mm-hmm. but more often than not, there's gonna be a little imbalance there. And so I think it's important to know, like, where that imbalance is. Like, are you able to tip the scales a little bit closer to more balance? Is that person receptive to some coaching, to some game, you know, different things like that? Or are they not even trying to improve themselves? If the answer is the latter, then there's nothing that you're going to be, be able to do because right. you can't help somebody that don't want to be helped. Yeah. But if someone wants to, like, be helped and
1: I'm thinking.
0: things like that, then you can work with that. Mm -hmm. You know, because no matter what relationship that you're in, you're going to have some level of disagreement and some level of conflict. And so that's a given. I think the intangible is to determine, like, is this someone that I can handle and work through differences with? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily so much like we have so much in common, like. You know, different things like that. But, like, when we disagree, like, we disagree. When there's conflict, it's toxic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I say all that to say, like, one of the things I'm doing with, you know, my partner, with helping her through her healing process, in, in my opinion, is having a better relationship with her spirituality.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, it's not to say that she doesn't have any at all, but the things that she was raised on, whether it be in the church or whatever, like, once you decided to like not go and practice those principles anymore. Like your life has changed
2: Mm -hmm.
0: some ways for the good, some ways for the bad. But when you examine the bad, it's like, think about if you had a strong relationship with your spirituality and God, like what do you think the decisions you would have made would have been in those? What about right now? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? And not necessarily just with me, but like how you raise your son, you know, how your, your interactions with your family, Friends or people that used to be friends, you're no longer friends with now. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you put God first in your decision-making process or your spirituality first, as opposed to reacting off of emotion or different things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I feel like because I, it's not something that I say and don't do myself. Like I have a real routine that I do when when it comes in, in the studying and things like that. So it affects my decision and my habits and my lifestyle. And if I feel like someone's lifestyle or decisions or the way they move are different, I'm going to ask why, you know? And so it may not necessarily be all the way tied to spirituality, but like once I like get to the root of like some of the questions that I have, I realize like, Hmm, how'd you even either get to this decision or what, why are you not even thinking about this type of stuff at all?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, but one thing I can appreciate about anybody is the will to want to improve, self-improvement. And so uh, when you say you love and care about somebody, like, you, nece- like, you see, like, they have the potential and desire to want to improve themselves. So you got to help them do that. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way parents do to us, the same way we do with our friends.
2: Yeah.
0: You know you hold people accountable right. because you want to see them become the best of themselves. You love them regardless, but right. you don't have to date someone regardless either, though. Right. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, I do have a, I do have something to say to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know... So, my biggest turnoff with guys is well one of them I should say um I am not here to coddle Mm -hmm. I'm not here to coddle you (laughs) I'm not burping you (laughs) I'm not handing you no motherfucking sippy cup (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm
1: not that Mm -hmm. this is not that you know what I'm saying if you want a sippy cup then go find you a daycare teacher (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Bars.
1: Bars. Bars.
0: So would you prefer your partner to be healed before you get in a relationship already or
1: Um so right, so this is this is where I differ. Um I will tolerate certain flaws certain flaws you cannot overlook. You know what I'm saying? Um but there are everyone has flaws. You just got to find the flaws you cannot overlook. Shout out to Jay Alabama. Um And so it's just like cuz he taught me that. I'm gonna be real in college. His name is Jay Davis. He from Alabama. <laughs> Shout out to Jay, my dog. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. But he taught me that. Like certain flaws, you can't overlook. You just can't. You just can't. Um and you know, like, I I, I don't mind, you know, I just I'm not here. There's certain there's so the flaws I cannot overlook. I'm just not, I'm not babysitting. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not sitting here. You know, instilling confidence in in you. If you don't got no confidence, slide to the left, mm, crisscross. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. Now, there's a difference when if I'm like, if you, if we like, you know what I'm saying? We going on a date, or we about to step out, and you walk out the room, fucking fly. Um, what? I'm gonna let you know that. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, ooh wee, <laughs> don't play them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let you know. You know what I'm saying? Flash it only, flash <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? I might like twerk on you. You know? But to like, you know what I'm saying? Like help you find your confidence when you 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 know like where you supposed to have it. I. I just don't have the energy. Like, now, if I see that it's a gap, that you don't know the process to get to that point, then I'll step in and be like, okay, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm not your mama. What, uh, 21 say? Call your daddy. Call your uncle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, no. <laughs> no. 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 Hey. No, I'm not. And that, that was my problem. That was my problem in the past. Like I want to fix her upper. I'm not doing that. I'm not fixer upping nothing. If you're not already fixed it up <laughs> and you need a little grease. Like I said, slide to the left. Mm, crisscross, cross. Because I'm not here for it. I'm gonna see right through it and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, nah. Uh-uh. I like confident people.
0: That's real. Now, I get that, and I wasn't even like alluding to that, but I was just saying in terms of healing, like I did.
1: I went
0: on, <laughs> but yeah. Now we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up because you know you and I, we could we could talk all night, and we probably will mm-hmm. after I finish like pressing stop. But um, wait! Shout out to everybody that listened to this episode. If you listened to it all the way through to the end, shout out to you um, and. Yeah, feel free to give your feedback on uh, social, THC Podcast underscore NFT on IG and Twitter. Um, You can like or comment there. You can also answer the question uh, and the poll question only on Spotify. Um, Empress, is there anything that you want to say before we close here? Mm Um,
1: you know, you know, did you have a
0: good time on the pod?
1: I did. (laughs) You know, honestly, like I um, appreciate the ability to um, come, come and speak my first live recording. Um, I think it's, it's cool. You know, the things that I want to do and just like, you know, um, you followed me through my journey, you know. Um, a lot of things that I've gone through, and so, um, I can't wait to tap in, yeah, and um, you know, hit, get the ball rolling because it's time 2023.
0: Let's take a shot real quick just in case we're not around each other for uh, New Year's Eve, yeah.
1: I might, I we'll, might, we'll do that
0: year, on. Yeah the pod so
2: yeah
0: uh happy new year to you happy 2023 to you i can't wait until our first link up in the new year um you know blessings to you and the family um and your future endeavors i mean you got some big things coming up and i'm looking forward to seeing it all come to fruition thank you thank shout out you. to everybody this this may be the last episode of 2K22 so Ooh. if you don't if i don't hear from you again happy new year happy holidays much love peace <sighs>